Cubicle Night Noodlings, recorded on the 24th of June, 2020. This is my corner of the internet, where I talk about the fun things that tickle my nerdy nerve endings. I'm finally getting off my duff to record the 15th episode. Uh, the delay here was all me. I'm slow and had other projects, and maybe, maybe I'll get faster at these things with enough practice, or perhaps I'm just going to keep banging my head against the wall, or ride back on the struggle bus. Regardless, here it is. I'll be talking about Plasma 5.19 on OpenSUSE, the KDE Partition Manager, which is something I recently discovered, OpenSUSE Tumbleweed, and an HP ZBook 15G2 with an NVIDIA Quattro K2100M, Badapter, a DeWalt to Ryobi battery to tool adapter, a bit of follow-up, my OpenSUSE corner, and a computer history retrospective. Why do I do these noodlings? I'm not sure, but I can tell you why I use Linux. Linux makes my life easier, specifically OpenSUSE Linux. Now, I'm a nerd. I like computery things. I've always liked computers for the most part. Uh, there was the my computer dark ages, which lasted about four years from the time I started using Windows 98 to the time I discovered Linux, essentially. And uh, the, the reason I use Linux is because it literally makes my life better. It's something that I can adjust to work best with me. Not saying the way that I work is best, but it's a way that allows me to work most comfortably. I feel like I have control over my hardware. I can use hardware longer and you know it just looks better and I don't have to worry as much about ensuring that things run. Which is why I use OpenSUSE and why I use Tumbleweed because quite frankly I'm lazy and I don't like having to go through the update process. I just let it kind of take care of itself. So I, I really have to thank all the wonderful developers and maintainers of the OpenSUSE project that keep Tumbleweed rolling. I also like to find other solutions that make my life just a little bit better. So I'm always looking for ways to you know, cut out the things that I don't really want to do, like you know, robotic vacuums to keep the house clean, simplifying how I accomplish projects, because I do like to do things. I don't like all the uh, overhead that goes along with doing a project. So I, I like tools that make my life easier and so forth. And I'm looking for ways to simplify and make my life more efficient. And I just decided I would start sharing that with people, which is why I started cubiclenate.com, just to put my things out there and the origins of the name cubiclenate. Well, I'm in a cubicle a lot now. So, well, now I'm in my home cubicle. I call it my super cubicle. Maybe I have to change my name, but you know, at this point, I don't think so. KDE Plasma 5.19 rolled down into Tumbleweed, and it's another fantastic release, which they put a lot of attention on making the finer details, well, finer, actually. They really enhanced the usability experience of it without taking away from any of its functionality, so far as I can tell. Uh, the release of Plasma is being called the more polished Plasma, and I think that this is absolutely correct. This is not an exaggeration at all. The transition for me has been really quite delightful. Uh, it has new little bits of happiness that have been sprinkled about the desktop experience. Now, there's nothing particularly earth-shattering going on with the changes. It's just little things, like there's an icon over the like available devices icon for like your Bluetooth devices that shows disconnect. And it's a little orange, you know, with a with a little disconnect icon on top of it. 
It makes the status a lot clearer as to what's going on. Also does that with the network devices as well. Discover has seen some enhancements here as well. Now, two years ago, Discover was uh, frankly kind of a train wreck. Uh, I would never use it. It would always hang, and I, I couldn't really, you know, do anything with it. You know, now with the Flatpak integration and also how easy it is just to install, even do the updates. Sometimes it's a little bit slow, but uh, but really, it's it's so much better. It's actually a really nice experience. I, I'd call Discover my favorite software application, application, whatever you want to call that. Something else I think is kind of neat is the the settings. Like if you go into the the, uh, the K system settings, that not called that anymore, but the, the KDE system settings, Plasma system settings, just call it system settings now or system settings five. If you just call up one of the modules like the display settings, now instead of it being a standalone window, you can hit back or hit, hit go back to all settings right from there. Uh, before you would have sometimes have these like little confusions where it wouldn't let you open it up a, a settings window because it was already open someplace else. So just a little thing, little details that I think are are, are really nice. I like the media player also. You know, before it was just functional, it looked good, it worked well. But now it looks better. It has the, the, the space in between your, your controls and the little drop down for which uh, player or which uh, media device that you are using with the, the media player applet. You know, it, it just it feels better, it, it seems more functional. So the whole thing went from being just a new function to a new function that looks and feels better. Now, and I've never been one to really care about the feel so much, but now that I see the enhancements being done, the added polish, I, I can appreciate that a lot more. So now what I really like about this uh, latest version of Plasma is it's all these just different little polish, little little bits of care that they're putting into the desktop experience. So before it was always about the technology and how it functioned. Now they're a little more on the feel, which makes it in many ways function better. Now what I don't like is well, there are a lot of updates. So whenever I update a new shiny plasma, a lot of stuff comes down. And it's a it's a small thing, really, to complain about. It's the only thing I can really complain about at this point. But I have to say, you know, there there is that annoyance is sometimes, like if you don't update a system for several weeks, now you have to install that new application with all the updates that come along with it. So that can be a little bit annoying. But, you know, if you keep your system updated on Tumbleweed every, you know, two to three weeks, it shouldn't be a problem. The KDE Partition Manager is really pretty great. I, I installed it on OpenSUSE, and I've been using Gparted for a long time, and I really like it. It's It's been great, and I kind of got stuck in a bit of a rabbit hole of looking for software. I, I'm not sure really how I stumbled on it, but I really like it. So it's it's like Gparted, but in many ways I would say it looks better. It's a little, I, I like how the how it functions Uh it the has a window like devices side pane instead of a drop down. It has just kind of a cleaner appearance to it, but I think I think Qt generally has a cleaner appearance than GTK anyway. And then also when it started up, it told me that I needed the XFAT utilities installed. That wasn't a dependency that was built into the package, but it told me, hey, install this. Not a problem. Uh, literally, it was just sudo zipper install XFAT hyphen utils, and it pulled down the 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 fused XFAT package as well. And uh, that solved my problem of formatting uh, anything in XFAT. So I thought that was pretty great. I'm not sure why it wasn't already installed, but, you know, hey, there you go. Yeah, pretty much all the functionality that you would expect in Gparted is there. Uh, some people claimed it does some more things than Gparted. I don't know. Those are, those are a little bit outside of my um, scope at this time. But it works. It works great. I like it. It looks good. I, I think it's something that should be, uh, you know, mentioned or talked about a little bit more than it actually is and so that's why i'm talking about it 
I recently installed OpenSUSE Tumbleweed on an HP ZBook 15 G2 that had an NVIDIA Quattro K2100M. Now, uh, all those things, basically, it's a, uh, a Gen 4 Intel machine and an HP 15-inch laptop. And uh, it, the laptop was, in my opinion, really not that good. It was kind of wonky sometimes with the windows, like the graphics drivers would kind of go goofy on me anyway. So it, I, I kind of chalked it up to an NVIDIA thing. I, I've not really had good experience with NVIDIA on any system, but maybe it's just me. Uh, it could be I have a NVIDIA cloud over my head. But anyway, so I installed uh, OpenSUSE on it, and it all went very well. The machine ran great. Uh, much it's, It felt a lot snappier than what it did on Windows 7, although I, it could be due to the fact that, well, you know, it had other bits of bloatware on there. I didn't really do a whole lot with it. I didn't want to install the NVIDIA drivers, and although... They installed no problem. I didn't see any errors on there. I couldn't use multiple monitors with the uh, when the NVIDIA drivers installed. I don't know why. You know, I didn't really investigate it either. I didn't have much time to really play. Uh, I had to wipe the machine and send it away, so I wanted it to just play before I sent it away. And I, you know, after I was done, I wiped it again. Now, I never thought this machine was particularly very good. The, not only did the NVIDIA card never really work great with it, uh, all the time I would have strange glitching but the uh the keyboard is kind of terrible i would have to hit the keys a lot harder it was never a good typing experience actually a lot of these new keyboards on laptops are are, are pretty terrible as of late i find but yeah so like would i buy an hpz book no i absolutely would not I, I don't think i do not think they're very good machines um I, I think that dell like the latitude series or even the precision precision uh ha- have been a better experience for me so if i were buying something today if not a linux machine from System76 or Tuxedo Computers or or the like, I would still probably go with Dell. They've just been really great for me. And, you know, they are supporting Linux right out of the gate for uh, some of their machines. Since I'm always looking for a way to make my life a little bit easier, I found this thing called a Badapter. It adapts the battery from a DeWalt 20-volt max or 18-volt for international to a Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus tool. What's really great about this is I can have one battery platform for all of my tools. I was pretty impressed by the design of this. It fits really well. The actual plastic itself is not skimped out. It doesn't feel cheap. They have some sort of a glass fiber fill into the plastic itself, so it will have better wear characteristics. The average wall thickness on it is about three millimeters, so it's, it's pretty robust, well-built, and it works very well. So it's helping to simplify getting projects done in my little world, so I really appreciate that. I did a YouTube video. It wasn't very good. The lighting was poor, so the video quality is looks like 480p. So I pretty much call myself out in the video on that. If you care to see it and want to criticize it, feel free. It's on the YouTube. For my Biddle follow-up, the, they don't call them challenges anymore. I keep forgetting what it's being called now. Uh, distro exploration or I don't know. Correct me, I guess. The uh, distro challenge was Ubuntu DDE or Deepin Desktop Environment. Now, it's fairly new. It's a respin. It's not an official flavor. And I did write up in uh, my uh, my experience with it on my blatherings. And I, I guess I'm just missing what the grand appeal is to the Deepin Desktop. People say it's really beautiful. In fact, it's even being marketed on their website as the most beautiful desktop. I don't know what I'm missing, but I I don't see that. Uh, it doesn't 
really offer me anything that Plasma doesn't already offer me. In fact, it offers me less than Plasma. So I don't fully understand it. You know, but there are lots of people that really like it. And, you know, if that is your thing, if you like Deepin, uh, you know, definitely go with it, I guess. And if, you, and if you're big into the Ubuntu land and uh, Deepin is something you enjoy, then it's just, it's a perfect combination of the two. And, you know, if you're just curious, I implore you to explore because that is the fun of Linux. For my OpenSUSE corner, Leap 15.2 is coming in only seven days at the time of recording, so one week from today. Pretty exciting. I'm planning to do a, uh, you know, a solo virtual live stream installation of it. Talk to some, some of my e-buddies, and they said it was a good idea. Also, coming up is the OpenSUSE and LibreOffice conference updates. Organizers of the OpenSUSE and LibreOffice conference have been slightly adjusting the conference dates from the original date of October 13th through 16th, the new dates being the 15th through the 17th. The new dates are on Thursday through Saturday. Participants can submit talks for the live conference until July 21st. The call for papers is expected to close. The length of the talks for the conference have also been changed. There will be a 15-minute short talk, a 30-minute normal talk, and a 60-minute work group session to select. Organizers felt that shortening the talks were necessary to keep attendees engaged during the online conference. I can see that. That does uh, that makes sense. You know how much how much attention span do you really have looking at a screen? I mean, I have a lot, but you know everyone else. The change will also help with the scheduling of breaks, social video sessions, and extra segments for questions and answers after each talk. Now, Tumbleweed has had a lot of updates in the last couple weeks since I last uh, talked about this. On June 11th, there was a stable score of 98. The updates were to ALSA, uh, FFmpeg, and Cursus and Yast. And on June 12th, as a moderate 72, there was a broken Wi-Fi driver, the Intel Wi-Fi driver, on kernel 5.7.1. And also the NVIDIA kernel module was broken as well. On June 14th, it was an unstable 66. Doing a zipper dup, going from June 9th to June 14th, someone ran into an infinite boot loop, and the hardware was a uh, Intel Core i7 and Generation 9 CPU with 16 gigabytes of RAM, and he used the Intel graphics driver. All these problems that, ha- that happened with it looks like it was probably due to the move to GCC 10. I say that because the June 15th update, it was a moderate 71, which uh, fixed the building with the GCC 10 a lot of that going on. On June 16th, there's a moderate 73, Plasma framework from 5.70.0 to 5.71.0. There's a moderate 74 on June 17th, Zipper and Mesa updates. Uh, June 18th is a pending moderate 74, updates to package kit, flat pack, and the Plasma 5 Thunderbolt. Snapshot on June 21st is a pending moderate of 79. Plasma workspace went from 5.19.0 to 5.19.1. Snapper also received an update. And the June 22nd has a pending moderate score of 78. GNOME Desktop received an update, as well as LibreOffice. So in summary, it's been a little bit of a rough ride with Tumbleweed the last couple weeks, largely due to the move to GCC 10, you know, based on the problems reported, from what I can tell. I'm sure there's more to it than that, but I'm, you know, you know, I'm, I'm just, just glancing through. I can't read every little bit of information. A lot of new software and major revisions came down the pike as well. I can say that I'm having an issue with my graphics tablet as of late. I don't use it very often, but I'm guessing it's related to these issues as well. It's some sort of a seg fault error. I'm also thinking that after reading through all the mailing lists, the issue I had with that HPZ book may have been just bad timing on my part with the NVIDIA issue. And, uh, well, that's what happens, I guess. For my computer history retrospective, 
I was watching another Computer Chronicles from 1983, this one, Computers and Education. A lot of really interesting discussion going on there. One concern was a fear of computers replacing teachers and dehumanizing education. That's something that we kind of have thought about today, really, um, maybe. I think in many ways this has happened, but also in a way with the changes in multimedia, as opposed to the beeps and boops of computers of 1983, we have almost humanized computers a little bit. And what I mean by that is, you know, we have people on, on YouTube, let's say, that we follow or whatever that, that educate us. You know, for me, I'm thinking of like, you know, the 8-bit guy. Sure, that's not a course, this tech tangents fellow. Uh, of course, you know, that's, again, it's not necessarily a computer course, but I'm educating myself on some vintage hardware that I've really, you know, in, enjoyed learning about. My experiences, I, I'm, I feel as though I'm making connections with people on the internet because of computers, actually with more people. So I don't know. Maybe that's just how I'm looking at it. The terminal in 1983 was becoming a kind of a personal tutor in the classroom. And, you know, especially great with teaching logic and so forth. And uh, and also, you know, they, they gamified a lot of things at the time, too. So the terminal was, you know, a little more like a game and less like rote work. Now, much of the computer instruction was more like rote training, especially at the, at the higher education levels. By that, I mean college. Kids trained in logic really, to me, sounds like a really important thing, especially today, you know, where logic doesn't necessarily always dictate. And, you know, it's kind of a flashback to Turtle Graphics. I don't know if remember Logo. Uh, it was a rather whimsical way to tell the computer what to do, and you could make patterns on the screen by by giving it directions and distances and so forth. I was never really hugely into that back in the day, but I, I do have a fond memory of doing that in my formative education years. I think it's really interesting how computers have, have been in education, are still in education, and, and are even more so part of the education cycle. And a lot of things I enjoy learning are on the computer today. I'm very much a self-taught, currently working on learning Docker. That's been a little bit of a pain. It's great to, to be able to have access to all this information to learn. I mean, some people use computers in terrible ways, you know, but it's a tool. You can use a tool for good or you can use a tool for evil. And I choose to use it for good, to enhance myself, to help others, and, and have fun. So my final thoughts. You know, there are a lot of things that you can spread in life. The choice is ultimately up to you. If you're going to spread anything, please spread love, joy, peace, and hope. You can never go wrong with that. As always, thank you for listening to my 15th Noodling. I enjoy doing these. If I didn't, I would have stopped at least two episodes ago. Feedback is always welcome. Send me an email to hey at cubiclenate.com or, you know, whatever you want. I hope you're willing to tune in again. Maybe this time it will actually be a week from now. Uh, but you know how things go. See yous. <laughs>